Welcome to the 20-Minute Podcast, a ministry of King of Kings Lutheran Church. We are a caring community reaching in friendship with Christ. Follow us on social media at King of Kings CR or visit us on the web at www.kingofkingscr.org. Hello everybody, welcome to the 20-Minute Podcast. I am Tony Dixon, and I'm sitting here with Pastor Rich Balvans. Hello, Pastor Rich. Well, hello, Tony. I always catch you off guard a little bit with that, don't I? Hello, Pastor Rich. Hello, hello Tony. I've done it every time. I so. know. <laughs> I keep, well, what I'm waiting for is for you to say something else, you know, to slip and just say, oh, hi, Rich, or something like that. But you're so good about, I mean, even in everyday conversation between the two of us, you still call me pastor most of the time, which I appreciate, but it's not a requirement. Well, see, so here's the way that I approach that. You have earned the title of pastor. You went through the classes, but beyond that, you go through the day-to-day life that a pastor leads, and you deserve that respect and that calling that God's given to you in your life. I appreciate that. So I know it's it's semantics. It's small things, but I try to stay. Well, uh, you know, for most of my life, it was rich or hey, you. And when you get to this pastor thing, then even I have to stop and think, who's he talking to? (laughs) Is there someone else in the room here? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, we always are looking for interesting things to talk about. And today, this may turn out to be kind of a dry topic, but it's certainly something that fits in with what we've been experiencing through this pandemic period. And that has to do with what we're doing with our time and our money and all those sorts of things during this time and the trends that we've been seeing in relation to that. Gallup, the survey organization. Oh, yeah. You know, they wouldn't be anything if they didn't release surveys. (laughs) That's right. So they released one here just a few days ago about what's going on with people's giving to charitable works and charitable causes and that sort of thing. And this is a recent study that they've done. Right. They've tracked it kind of long term, but they also did a special one here mid-pandemic. And as you might guess, people have really, really dropped off in terms of their what you call charitable giving, giving to those organizations that would not exist except for the largesse of people who support them and give out of their income or savings or whatever to to keep them running. If there's one thing that I've noticed about Gallup and their studies and polls and different things Mm -hmm. is that there's a reason why they do it, right? Sure. So they must have assumed or have seen a trend already. And now within the past couple of months with really a new way of approaching things globally, yeah. including charitable giving. It's interesting to see how that ties into what they were already looking at for yeah. a longer period I, I'm, of time. I'm sure what they released to the public regarding this survey is only the tip of the iceberg. But thinking about it, considering the fact that they have confirmed that giving to causes or charitable organizations, including churches, mm-hmm. has been on the decline and then during the last couple of months has really dropped off, It merely confirms a trend, first of all. And secondly, the recipients of this charitable giving have to be sitting around trying to figure out how they could become like Amazon, (laughs) you know, because... Isn't that what we all do? (laughs) (laughs) Because there are certain groups or certain businesses that have actually benefited Mm -hmm. greatly during this time, and people have become more willing 
to part with their money with these organizations, these companies, sure. use them frequently and probably to some extent at the expense of the things that they contributed toward previously. Yeah. Well, I wonder also, especially now, how the needs in charitable organizations, there are, I think are additional needs or new needs, or at least maybe at the very least, the things that were always underlying before in terms of those who needed help is now put on the surface because kids can't go to school. And so therefore they really, you know, they can't eat or yep. whatever may be the case or childcare, or really you look at any number of things in terms of what community and charitable organizations do. And all of a sudden it's not as though there are no needs that we're faced with. Yeah. In many cases, the needs have increased and the cost of meeting those needs has gone up yeah. for those charitable groups. I'm aware of one in particular that they have had to cancel their primary fundraiser activities oh, yeah. for this year because of the fact that gatherings could not take place. And it's kind of interesting to me that when you consider organizations, groups that need to raise money mm -hmm. from donors, to some extent, there has to be a payoff to the contributor for contributing. So as a result, you have golf outings, for instance. Sure. Banquets, those kinds of things where there is some sort of reciprocation for the donation. Hmm. And so the idea of just pure anonymous giving out of concern or love whatever, is sort of a non-existent or nearly non-existent type of activity. So, so are you saying that's kind of gone by the wayside now well, and that well, sort of thing? Or? I wouldn't say it's gone by the wayside, but I think to a large extent, much charitable giving, donations, even to churches probably sometimes, mm -hmm. but to any organization, it has to come with a recognition of the one who gave it. Now, it may be a small recognition. It may be nothing more than a printed thank you or something like that. But our sinful human natures don't really allow us to give something to someone out of pure love. Really? Of, you think so? Out, out of pure, <laughs> unadulterated love. So when it comes to supporting a charity or whatever, yeah. nearly all of those groups recognize this. Sure. And if it's a hospital and you're a big donor, you probably get your name on the wall somewhere. If it's a donation to a small group, you may get a hand-signed thank you or something like that. But there's almost always some sort of a reciprocal action that takes place that serves to assuage the desire for recognition that we have. So do you think it's more about the recognition that people desire to have, or does it have to do with the people who are giving money or time or whatever it is, that they're a part of something bigger and that they're connected to that greater purpose? Because I kind of wonder about that a little bit as well. Well, I think you're right about that. I mean, there is a desire for a actual thank you to be rendered mm -hmm. by those who are the recipients. Like, you made a difference. You thank made you. It. That's right. Yeah. Thank you very much. And therefore, don't be surprised if we contact you again, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, <laughs> and because that happens. But people have different reasons for contributing. Now, one of the things that I think is interesting about 
this sharp decline the last couple of years in charitable giving is the fact that the tax laws have changed. Sure. And a much higher percentage of people who may have been able to deduct on their taxes charitable contributions that were made are no longer able to do that because, well, really, the contributions aren't big enough. So it's gotten harder for people to make charitable donations, in a matter of speaking, more sacrifice? It's, it's more sacrifice. You're sacrificing the tax benefit okay. in many cases sure. for making this contribution. And there was always a lot of question about what impact that change in the tax law would have on especially groups like churches. Okay, yeah. Because it's all uh, supported totally by the loving contributions and offerings of their members. And would that have an impact? And fortunately, I think we can say, to a large extent, it's had no impact whatsoever, Mm -hmm. uh, this change in, in the tax law. So, And that goes back then to what was the original motivation? Well, I was just going to ask that because we've been talking a lot about charitable giving in terms of of money, dollars and cents. That's not the only way that people give of themselves. That's right. And so the motivation for one's giving to a nonprofit of any kind has a lot to do with their worldview, their own particular understanding of what it means to be a human being in this world. I honestly believe from the church's standpoint who we are in relation to God, and particularly what God's love has done for us through Christ. Yeah. And with that thought in mind, then we don't really talk about charitable giving in terms of giving to the church. It is an offering. It is a return hmm. to God of some of what he has given to us, so that our motivation and our action toward anything involved with the ministry, for instance, has hopefully nothing to do with whether I'm getting some sort of a payoff or some kind of tax benefit or whatever it is in terms of that charitable gift. Yeah. Sometimes when we're asked to give to a particular organization or to buy something to support, you know, uh, the the soccer team or whatever. I don't know. I have no idea what that would look like, being a youth leader, no. fundraising. Uh, but honestly, you know, a lot of that is very much peer pressure or pressure driven, or people feel compelled in some way to give. Whereas in our giving to the church, in our offerings, it is not under compulsion by any means, but it is a loving act whether it is the return of an offering of money or even more so time Mm -hmm. uh, of our time that we value even greater than money generally. Yeah. And so, uh, unfortunately, the level of volunteer activity of people giving of their time, which is really giving of oneself in my book. Sure. That level of volunteer activity is also declining. Significantly, whether it's to a youth organization or a community civic group or whatever, it's become very, very difficult to find volunteers to keep organizations functioning. That's interesting. So it sounds like, based on what we've talked about so far, the fact of the matter is that these things are declining and they have been somewhat declining, maybe leveling off, declining, going back up a little bit. But really, they're at a low, whether you're talking about time or money. 
Yeah, and it sounds like the issue is, like you said, people's motivation or desire to do those things. It's probably not tax laws. I mean, that plays into it at some level for sure for some people. Mm-hmm. But does it really get back to a bigger issue or a bigger matter that's at hand here? And that maybe how much am I willing to look to the needs of others beyond my own. I don't know. That's kind of what comes to mind for me. Yeah. But well, that sounds super judgy. So, I well, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think it's judgment. Partly what what our culture has adopted as its view of other people's motivations. Hmm. In other words, can I trust the organization or the group that I've been asked to help out? Yeah. Is it worth my time? Is it worth the energy needed to donate to this group? And I think as we have become much more self-focused, it gives people the opportunity to really pick and choose exactly what it is they're willing to give to. Sure. For instance, if you give to the church here at King of Kings, you may not be a big fan of Pastor Balvance and his preaching. Oh, come now. But you know <laughs> that in giving to the church, you're going to help pay some of his salary. Right. Because that's the way it's done. More and more, people have, and it's a social media-driven thing, and they have the opportunity to pick not just an organization, but a particular individual, Yeah. for instance. So you've heard it here first, folks. You can now pay our salary individually <laughs> based on who you like the most. <laughs> oh, boy. My, I, we'll have a disclaimer. Yeah. That, the views of Tony Dixon do not represent King of Kings Lutheran Church. Uh, yeah, well, we could, you know, they, they used to have back in the old temple in Jerusalem, there were a series of big jars. That's right, yeah. That you could put your contributions in, then they were for specific purposes. Uh, some were to support the temple, the priests, and others for widows and orphans and, and you know, all those different things. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling my jar might be kind of low. <laughs> but uh, Well, but that's a good example, though, of maybe the issues that we could really get into in terms of what motivates us to give, and in that case, to give to the church. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, what we, like you mentioned earlier, what we would say is an expression of our love for what God has done for us through Jesus and the blessings that he, yeah. he has given us to begin with. But maybe that is something that confuses charitable giving even more and more is the fact that there are so many different ways you can do that and gets very specific with some of those things. Yeah, the uh, GoFundMe type approach where you can, you know, very, very specifically target at the exclusion of other things. You know, that's kind of the idea or the mindset that we have at this point in our culture. All of those things are good things, Mm -hmm. or at least I would say the majority of those, you know, GoFundMe, for example, you brought that up, which is great because I think about the pastor's family that we supported not too long ago or we, we put mm-hmm. out there to people and think they, they had lost a little one or, or were yeah. dealing with illness in their family. And so it's a great way to be able to support those, including those in ministry and in the church. But also, you know, at the same time, most of what I hear in conversations with people, and I've even thought myself is, well, I want to make sure that my money is going to the right place. Yeah. (laughs) Did you catch that? Yeah, I did. My money is going to the right place or is going to something that I care about, which it gets kind of murky. It does. It does. Because whose money is it? Whose time is it? Who are we called to support and to serve and to love? Yeah. We are called to support and serve 
one another in the way that God has loved us. We find that throughout Scripture, but especially New Testament stuff that, you know, our first obligation is to love God, and our second obligation is to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And who qualifies as neighbor is the person in need. (laughs) And we are told also that as we look out across the landscape of people in need, we are to deal, first of all, with the needs of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Right. And then, like a bunch of concentric circles, we extend that love and that charity to the rest of the world. So that we have then this giving that we are talking about, charitable giving, the word charity, love, we have that as being an expression of our own love reflected that God has shown to us. Yeah. So if you have a whole bunch of people who no longer have an understanding of who God is and what he's done for us through Christ, we don't have quite as strong a motivation within the society to give according to love. It doesn't mean that giving necessarily is going to decline or declines precipitously or something like that, but the giving motivated by love would be a lesser part of that. It would be a pretty interesting thing to think about as we approach giving, whether that's to an organization or the church or even just somebody on the street. Mm-hmm. If we think about Matthew 25, the passage talks about, well, when did we see you or serve you or, or help you? And he says, for I was hungry and you gave me food. And this is Jesus talking. Yeah. I was hungry and you gave me food. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was thirsty. You gave me drink. I was sick and you visited me. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things, and it all goes back to what motivates us to to serve, what motivates us to give, what motivates us to love others, and it's Jesus. It's that we're doing our best as sinful people, as you started us out with, and saying that, well, yeah, we're sinful people in our efforts, as meager as they may be, we are doing our best to show love to our Lord and Savior by loving others. Mm -hmm. Just thinking about that as believers, I would hope that that's some motivation, even if we don't go out and give all of this money to organizations to at least change the way that we think about charitable giving and helping each other. That passage that you just cited, one of the key aspects of that to me is awareness. Because if I'm not looking for ways to express that love, yeah. then I'm not going to see them. And those opportunities to express that love will pass you by and you will not receive, uh, here, here I'm going to give it though, the payoff sure. that comes with giving mm-hmm. out of love. And that is an understanding and a feeling within one's heart and mind that this is part of my relationship with mm-hmm. God. Yeah. My helping my brother or sister is, in fact, playing out of God's will in the world. And if we think of it in that way, that we are God's hands and mouth and feet and face in this society, in this culture, in this world, then that helps us to better understand that all that I have, it's not mine anyway, it's God's, and I'm just passing it on. Right. So it's a little troubling when we see these trends taking place. 
It's also a little troubling when we find ourselves justifying not doing those things. Yeah. Because I my budget's too tight or my income is too small or we've got the, the these expenses coming up and I just can't. Or uh, I can't find a good reputable place I, to go yeah, with or I don't trust people. or I don't trust people. Yeah. I don't trust these funds to be managed the yeah. way that I feel they should be. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so we have lots of reasons that we come up with for withholding from God. Right. And that's really what we're doing. We are withholding. It's the failure to give is to withhold. Ooh, that's heavy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the way we truth have to bomb, look at it. Truth bomb, truth bomb. Yeah, and so then it becomes more convicting if yeah. we think of it in that way. Not that anyone is called upon to reduce themselves to poverty or in any way jeopardize their families or anything like that. But that's why in the church anyway, we talk about our time, our talents, and our treasures as being what God has provided to us that we can share with one another. And so when both volunteering and giving are on the decline, it's pretty potent observation then that people's relationships with God mm-hmm at least as a society, are declining also. Yeah. What a positive note. Uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> I, I thought we were going to go up at the we end. We were going to go up at the end. <laughs> Tell you what, you talked about concentric circles as that inner circle, as the body of Christ. What do we do? Is it as straightforward and as simple as going back to that passage in Matthew 25 and saying, hey, that's our starting point. Let's do our best to show the love of Christ to the world around us. And hopefully he uses that to make a change in the right direction. Yeah, I think, as we kind of alluded to, the first point, as Christians, we already know how we're supposed to be approaching this. Yeah. It's love for love. Well, and even non-Christians. Well, yeah. and and take care of each other. Yeah, that's exactly right. The motivation may be a little different, but the reality can be the same. Yeah. And learning to become aware and making positive moves to be aware throughout life throughout our daily existence, as we search, scan the landscape for needs that must be met and start close to home mm-hmm. and work our way way out. Yeah, God blesses giving. I mean, there's no question about that, that he takes whatever we offer and turns it into positive good for someone or something. And isn't it funny that this, like some other areas of our lives, sometimes We feel like we need to be the ones in control of it when really God is the one that's in control of it, right? He is. And And so when we give to some place or something or somebody, we want to try to be wise with our decisions and be good stewards. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when God calls us to give, he calls us to give and (laughs) and to trust that he's in control of his resources. He will make it into something good. Right. We don't have to be the witnesses of that. We need to trust him to carry out the good that he has designed for his purpose through our giving, whether it's of our money or of our time. And again, I think that the time issue is, a, is even bigger than the, the financial one. Mm-hmm. The greatest of these is charity. You know, that was that faith, hope, and charity is the three-word phrase that we hear talked about, and uh, the greatest of these is charity or love. Yeah, Charity is an expression of love, Yeah, and therefore we want to find every opportunity possible 
to express that love in our own lives. Yeah. Well, we've talked about a lot, but I think we should close out our time today with prayer. Would you do that for us? Happy to. Heavenly Father, we thank you that even in a time when it seems that we may not have all of the blessings that we once had, that our lives have been impacted in ways that seem negative, that you are always there, that your love is always with us. And we know that's true because you've already shown it to us through your son, Jesus, who died and rose again for our forgiveness. We simply pray that whatever it is that we have to offer, that we would do so out of love for you, trusting in your goodness and your purpose, so that even though we may not personally ever know how our gift of time or talent or treasure is used, we know that it will fulfill your will and will do the good and the benefit that you desire. Bless everything that we do in your name, and it is in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let's go find a charitable organization and give. Oh, you know what? Give. I've got all these pop cans and bottles stored up <laughs> in my uh, garage that uh, someone's probably going to be getting pretty soon. Thank you for supporting our youth group. All right.